Hello, everyone. It is the Daily DVR team back to give you a podcast on the season finale, season two finale of Yellow Jackets, episode nine, titled Storytelling. And before we dive in, I want to let you know that you can listen to this podcast as well as many other podcasts covering many other shows at dvrpodcast.com. And you can also uh, sign up to become a patron there. That's where you'll get like some early access to cool podcasts that don't necessarily hit the site or hit kind of the free realm right away. But it's a great opportunity to become part of the community. And you can also find Daily DVR uh, community group on Facebook as well. But today we're going to do something a little different because we have varying schedules and wanted to make sure everyone who's been podcasting about the show this season is able to come on to talk about the finale. So we're starting off today. I'm I'm kind of hosting things, but I've got Andy with us, Jenny's with us right now, and so is Heath. And then Trey and Axel will be joining us um, a little later. So um, we might repeat some things just to catch everyone up. But to get things going, I'm going to throw it over to Heath and say, so Heath, what did you think of this Yellow Jackets season finale and season two as a whole? What's in your head, Harvey, Harvey? Uh, that's what the that's what the cover should have been. Uh, hi, Gina, Ando, Jenny. Yes. Um, what did I think? Well, aside from the show turning into a music video and about the needle drops instead of story, um, I was okay with it. I was I didn't love it. Um, I have, I guess, season two for me was 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 good at times, clunky at times. But my big thing is like, where is this show going? Because, I mean, are we going to really go through spring? Oh, there's, you know, animals we can kill. Oh, winter, we're going to have to eat each other again. Then we get rescued. It's just like, I I don't know. I'm just having struggling where this show, yeah, where is this show going? And that's what's bothered me the most. I do think they missed the boat and we had storylines that were just, uh, dragging. However, we're here to talk about the finale, but I'm sure we're going to talk about all those things. So um, I liked it better the second time I watched. I will admit that. The first time I was like, eh. And then second time, I'm like, okay. But I had a lot of problems with certain things, uh, especially with someone getting shot in a trunk, but we'll get to that. So I'm kind of like 50-50 on the season and the finale. I'm like in between. Okay. Well, why don't we pop it on over to Jenny? Jenny, what are your takeaways from just kind of overall reaction to this episode and the season? So um, I agree with some of the things that Heath was saying, but um, I think for me, it would have been a better choice this season to spend more time with the girls in the past and move that timeline forward some, and then just had maybe smaller beats with the present timeline because I feel like the past timeline is only covered maybe what six months. I like spitball in there. Well, maybe I think, six I think months about, of time. 
I think 10 because we had Shauna's pregnancy. Because I thought they were there. Were they there in the fall or did they get there in the spring? They I mean, she there. could have been there. She could have been like four or five months and still been not showing as a young person like that. It happens I think, sometimes. I think they were going to nationals in May. Okay. And I think I think she had just conceived that kid when we see her with Jeff in the car because it seemed to be a surprise that she missed her period. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? That that first season. So I think it Possibly. was May. And they'd been there a few months when they did the Doom coming. That was more kind of like an October time frame. And then they had said Javi was only gone three months. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, neither here nor there (laughs) at this point. They, I feel like they've only covered a short period of time, maybe as much as half of the time that they were there. But I feel like we are closing out the bits on the, the present timeline. I mean, where I, they're going to show us where they're going to go, but I just feel like they move that forward at this very weird pace with these very weird stories. And it seems like that story is kind of closing out where we still have at least half of the story to as much as maybe two thirds of the story for the time in the past. So it just seems weird. There were some strong episodes this season and some things looked like they were going really interesting places that didn't necessarily pan out. If I had to give the whole season overall a letter grade, I think it would probably be a B minus because I didn't hate it. Um, it's maybe slightly above average, but not by a whole lot. That's why the, the minus is there. Um, I'll be back to watch season three. I had a great time with you guys talking about it and I'm going to have a fun time talking about this particular episode, but I do feel like there was maybe a bit of a sophomore slump. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Andy? Well, before I get started, I should have. We talked a little bit before we got on the air about some of the shows we were watching, and I should have mentioned this then, but I'll just do it now because I'm just, I'm really excited. I got done watching an awesome episode of TV. It was about this drug addict who survived a plane crash, finally started to get clean, and then tragically dies in the season finale. It was legit one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. But this is not Penny's boat, and this isn't the long awaited Lost Revisited Now rewatch pod. So I guess we're going to talk about Yellow Jackets. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ouch. Um, I, I still I like this episode. I mean, and like what I you didn't guys hate are, the episode. I thought the episode yeah. was pretty good. I'm sorry. I, mean, I didn't necessarily oh. say that in my long diatribe. <laughs> and I mean, it's I, I'm, I'm kind of exactly on the same page as you guys so far as I mean, it's. I enjoyed the season. I think overall, it was a lot. I was frustrated with a lot of it. It was really up and down. I thought there was a lot of. I, I was holding out hope that a lot of the stuff I thought was filler was going to lead to somewhere, and I think there was just a lot of filler. And yeah. the the timeline in the past didn't. I really wanted. I mean, there's so many things in the past that were mysteries at the beginning of this season that we never went back to. The man with no eyes never showed up again. That the the hunter, the guy in the cabin, never showed up again. Javi's friend, we never found out anything else about. I mean, the cave was introduced late in the season, so I understand not seeing a lot of that yet. But I mean, and there was other things where like it seemed like it was really slow, and then they took shortcuts, like the drawing of the cards. All of a sudden, they decided to go full on craziness, and none of that was explained as to how they got to that point. I mean, where what happened to Sammy? What happened to? I mean, 
there's a congressman that's been missing for a week, and that's not a bigger deal. I mean, <laughs> that's one of my. Of There's course, just a yeah. lot of things that I'm like, I, I mean, and I hate to nitpick at shows. I always try to give the show the benefit of the doubt, but thinking back what on the whole season. Misty's bird? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> just thinking back on, on the on the season, it's just, it's just things that frustrate me a little bit because it's like, I, I get the s- slow reveal of things, but it seems like there wasn't really that much that was revealed this season. And it's, so that part's frustrating. But at the same time, there was some big highs. I still liked a lot of stuff. I really... Well, some stuff I really, really loved. I love the cast. I mean, I, I didn't, I was really, and normally also when a major character gets killed on a show, I normally am just all for it. And I really, really, I'm disappointed with Juliette Lewis leaving the show. At least I'm assuming she's leaving the show because I think I said in one of the last pods, I would, I'm going to be crushed if they, if we lose Nat because she was, she was my favorite character by far. And I really have some questions about why it happened the way it had to happen. I don't know if that makes sense, but like when I referred to a character, certain character in Lost that was a similar fate, when when that character passed away, I thought it was perfect. I mean, I hated to see him go from that show, but I thought that was amazing. And this show are didn't... you trying to not spoil Lost? Well, twenty years later, you know what? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I would hate to spoil it because that experience was so amazing. So. I don't know. It's, I, I still, mean, like, I'm coming I off way more negative. Lost one time through, and I know exactly who you're talking. Yeah, oh yeah. About. Right. If you haven't, anyone listening or hasn't watched Lost, stop the pod now. Binge <laughs> Lost six seasons, then come back. Yes. Right. Um, so, I, and I mean, I know it's it's hard to put a show like this up against Lost because Lost is one. Some of the weird things that have come out recently aside, it's one of the all-time great shows. It'll be always be one of my favorite shows of all time. So, I'm, it's not fair for me to judge that show against this. I mean. I guess part of my part of my disappointment came as like after the first season, I thought this was going to be a show that's was going to be in the top tier of top tier of shows like you listed with Succession or Breaking Bad or something along those lines. I don't want them to disappoint us like Westworld did. And it's and that's the, the that's where I'm getting a little worried is it seems like it might be going down that road, which scares me. I hope I mean, and it's, it's too early to make that call yet, but right. It seems like it, and I'm still enjoying it because it's still crazy, and it's just, I think it's not going to, I just don't have the feeling it's going to be on the level of those other shows I was talking about, like it's Lost or whatever you have. So it's, I, I'm going to say, I'm still going to enjoy the show. I'm not going to quit watching it. I just, disappointment, but I think like what you guys said, B, B minus, maybe, B, somewhere in there. It's I didn't hate it, and I still love the cast. I love a lot of the other stuff about it, so it's. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it. I don't and know. And there's some yeah. really good acting. Like yeah. there's some oh, I was just about to say that, that Jenny. Amazing. The acting the acting <laughs> in this show is fantastic, regardless of what they're <laughs> put into. Put it together. It's yeah. Like- they're yeah, they're the acting, that's one thing I don't complain about because yeah. I think both sets of actresses and I mean, we can talk a little later how these male characters I, don't, I, I can't relate to any of them, and I don't know if there's any good ones, but uh, we're here for the female characters, and they're, you know, but everyone's really good. So Yeah, the cast, I, I mean, and that's exactly right. I can't complain. That, that That's part of what's keeping me watching the show all the time is the cast right, is so good. Right. Even even like you said, I can't relate to Walter, and I can't relate to Jeff, but I freaking can't take my eyes off them when they're on the screen. Nobody I can. It's I'm, I'm never like, oh, my God, we have to watch a Misty scene or something. It's always like, all right. <laughs> We get to watch Misty, or we get to watch Lottie, or we get. I'm happy to see all these characters. So the actresses and actors are all amazing. So I don't know what else. What did everybody else think? 
that has oh, talked Gina's turn. We've got Trey. Cocaine Ando. I feel like Cocaine Ando just went off. Yeah, great. <laughs> we've got Trey joined us. Trey with us now. And Trey, we've been just going through our individual thoughts on both the finale episode and kind of the season as the whole. So if you're ready to jump in, feel free. Otherwise, I can share my thoughts. No, I'm all good. Um, yeah, so I... I thought there was a huge contrast between the first half of this season and the second half. To me, the writing at the end felt a little like too neatly resolved, um, like almost a little rushed. And then it also got like very camp, although I do like that part because it kind of made me think of uh, like season two of Twin Peaks when that went into like soap opera territory. And there was just like very like weird, surreal stuff happening, like Misty's floating tank dream sequence with like musical numbers <laughs> and a Caligula costume. Um, Sorry. So like, I, it just, it felt like a different show in the second half of this season. I didn't love the finale. I liked other episodes more uh, throughout this season, but like, I'm still going to keep watching. I'm still excited for season three. I just feel like I don't, it feels almost more like it, not an HBO show or like a Showtime show, but maybe like a bit more like a Netflix show now for me in terms of like neatly trying to resolve a bunch of convoluted plot lines. You, Trey, you That's just said what I was point, trying Trey. to say much, much more eloquently. <laughs> yeah, she, she said it much in 30 more seconds. Concise. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I want to, I want to mention what, cause it almost feels like, this show, this season, it almost like doesn't know what it wants to be. Does it want to be Twin mm. Peaks? Does it want to be lost? Does it want to, I know they're trying, they're taking everything from all the shows we love, but it, I almost feel like, like, it's just, it's confused, it, you know, like one episode. Okay. I see where, and then they do this. And uh, so I don't know. It, it, I hope they can, the writer strike will help them reevaluate and be like, okay, where are we going? Yeah. with all this because season one was so great uh, mm-hmm. and even the finale i was so let down this season when when uh natalie was kidnapped and then the rumors oh maybe lottie is behind it and i thought lottie would be more evil or there might be a a, a team out there that is targeting the yellow jackets like they really missed the bow oh it's just a purple cult with someone who's a little crazy and i'm like <laughs> I, I, I was I was hoping for something more where the Yellow Jackets would have to come together and rescue one of their own, not the way it happened this season, and it felt campy. But I'm like, oh, if you're going to go that way, then do it, Walter, which they've done. But it's just like, I, I just don't Walter know if they know. like it's from a different show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all thought he was yeah. maybe imaginary because he just yeah, tried he to fit. Right, right. He did. You know, and he still feels imaginary. His, yeah, his scenes in in the finale, especially, totally seem like they were from a different show. Like they were just his acting is like completely different than anyone else's. It's so it's just it's weird. It didn't necessarily take me out of it or anything, but it's like, why is this so? out of place feeling well and i think well i love Mm. the walter character because i think he's perfect for misty they are Mm -hmm. kind of two peas (laughs) in a pod and i think they you know it's a great idea to dream up who's who's the crazy fucking bitch on the show and what would her ideal man look like (laughs) into the show and when i heard elijah wood was coming in as a fellow citizen detective i'm like 
this is going to be a love interest for Misty. Like I felt it in my bones right away. Um, but what I kind of resent about his character is he's the, he's the one that resolved our most hated storyline, which was the drag out of the murder of Adam, the whole Shauna Jeff thing. He kind of came on in to save the day and be the hero and really, that's what I'm looking for the Yellow Jackets to do in kind of their own, you know, trauma recovery ways. I'm looking to them to get out of these situations they put themselves in with all the skills they, for better or worse, that they honed in the wilderness. Um, and I was like, really? We needed Walter just to to, to tie this up? I was like. You know, if he if he was the one that was going to solve the problem, I wish he would he would have done that in the second episode. So then we wouldn't have had to do the long drawn out Adam mystery thing and cut it from this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But I mean, just kind of my overall perspective about the season and the last episode, and then we can kind of dive into more of the nitty gritty. Is um, the finale? It was good. We kind of knew where it was going. Like that was predictable. I think the death of Nat, I'll talk about her later, but it's like, if it had to end this way, we didn't, her character didn't really have a lot of meaningful stuff this season. And I have an idea as to what might've, they might've done differently to, to kind of, give her death more meaning because it just felt like grasping at straws. Oh, it's redemption for Javi, blah, blah, blah. But it was really like done in a messy way. I think we've talked about there's some messy stuff. Um, And I do agree that the season had issues. Like I think they had a lot of great scenes in their mind for season two. And this is like, I'm trying to put something together and I'm like, I've got all these great scenes, but it's like, the worry is, what if you just connect it together with a bunch of crap that's boring and it doesn't make a lot of sense? Like, you know, it's like they have these these moments of brilliance, but some of the stuff in between is just, you know, it's 100%. like you're thirsting or you're hungry for the next big <laughs> moment, right? right and right. it's just kind of like, uh, and then you get something and then it's almost unsatisfying because... The way it led up to it was like, uh, like, I mean, I still don't believe that Travis, you know, accidentally killed himself because he was like trying to see it. This is Lottie's story. But right now they have us kind of believing that maybe that was true. And it's just like such a letdown. It's like, really? That's all it was? I don't know. So that's just kind of my idea. On um yeah season two little clunky great moments moments of brilliance some <laughs> some clunky ties a lot of clunk <laughs> yeah that was that when you mentioned the thing about Nat dying that was part of why I I brought at the beginning when I brought up the thing about Charlie from Lost because he his his death meant something I mean it was it was it was helping his friend and and the Nat this Nat one seems like it was so I hate to use the word worthless but that's really what it felt like to me. And it, it it really disappointed me because I mean part of it's just I love that character I love Juliette Lewis and I I've heard rumors that she wanted off the show so I mean if that's part of it and their hands were tied I mean that's that's something that's out of their control really I right. guess so. and that that would make it at least make some 
logical sense because otherwise if that was their plan for the story it really sucks yeah well Ah, so she mr echoed it huh I, yeah, I, I actually, I <laughs> well, no, I, I actually heard it was always their plan in season two to kill Nat. I read that somewhere. Oh, really? That sucks because I agree with you, Gina, that they didn't utilize her much this season. I had made a note of it. I think, um, I don't know. It was in maybe the episode when you were gone that I had really noticed that she like, wasn't even really there the whole episode. Like she was there at the very beginning and she was there at the very end. And it was like, there was no Natalie in between. And like the whole second half of the season has mostly been minimal Natalie, especially in the, in the present timeline, she's been just a side character. Yeah, She hasn't had any actual story beats of her own. And even in the young timeline, she's had very minimal stuff in the whole second half of the season. And then to just have her die, it was just like, and, and it's like, and I don't know, because I'm not a homicide, homicidal maniac. (laughs) Oh, don't sell yourself. You just play one on TV, on podcasting. I feel like, like, you know, Misty's coming at Lisa with the hypodermic needle and, Nat gets in the way, and so Misty still winds up with, what, inertia, forward momentum, or whatever, plunging it in, but why did then her thumb plunge the liquid in? Like, she had to have, like, did she automatically just, you know, clench her thumb with the, like, you know, because what, that, I don't know. (laughs) Well, like, you didn't have to kill your friend, Misty. (laughs) You didn't have to. I don't think she really realized she was getting. Yeah. And I know she didn't mean to kill Natalie, but still. And I had read that Juliette Lewis was kind of unhappy with her character um, and connecting with it. And I think it was for this season and I can, you know, anyone that's watched can see why, because it, her character does seem to be so different than last season but it's like she's it's like they tried to put her on this journey of forgiveness and and recovery and but the um, short timeline for her getting to that that it was it was so, too short yes yes like exactly even and the goat thing took like all of three hours and then Shauna <laughs> had like a life lesson with the goat and i was right. like this is really rushed uh-huh. and, and I do think the casting, like, I think the actress that played Lisa is fine. I like watching her on the show. I think it would have been different and more meaningful if that character had been a Latino male, a young Latino male that was kind of like a throwback to like mm-hmm. a, a, a Travis hobby hybrid because, you know, we and we didn't realize what was going to happen to Javi because he was missing half the season. Then he came back and fell through the ice. But that seemed to be like a big moment in her life in the wilderness. And I think it would have made more sense that she was lunging at trying to save of someone that reminded her so much of Javi and or Travis. Mm, and just this girl, like Lisa... Who was like, she's okay, but it's like, I don't think she really reminded me of young Nat that much in any way. She was just kind of like filler space. And I think it was that character. I think I mentioned earlier when we were kind of I am and I'm like, I, I think it should have been cast differently. 
it would have been more interesting if it, it, that person hadn't had a mother, but more of a kind of a father that was a dick or abusive. Mm-hmm. And that would have even aligned more closely with Natalie, mm-hmm. um, her background. Right. And I just think that little tweak would have made her death in the end so much more meaningful because I think it would have yeah. and it would have made more sense in a way. Well, yeah, her if 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 it was a Latino male and her protecting the, yeah. At the end, it would have be like, okay, I did it right this time. I couldn't it save. Made this I couldn't circle. save Travis. Yeah. yeah. Then I could see. <laughs> then it makes that plane with her like leaving and you know I'm not yeah. supposed to be here and all that. It would have made it like, oh, okay. And and she makes was sense. Like, and she was only there at the compound for a week. Like we have to realize the adult timeline took mm-hmm. place over the span of maybe a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. from the reunion and from them killing Adam, which is nuts. And for many reasons, but, and it's like, okay, so she, she gets all feet feely about this girl. She's, she barely knew. And it would make more sense for her to have just like this immediate draw or connection to someone that was a, a Latino male that like brought up this, you know, spot in her heart. So yeah. that was just yeah. a thing there. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, you know, that I could have fixed a lot of, at least the Natalie storyline this season. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I like that idea a lot. So what else? I know you guys were like kind of talking about the Heath. Maybe you want to talk about someone getting shot in the trunk. Okay. So (laughs) let's, let's dive into the mystery detective work here. All right. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that because, you know, when I first watched it, I was like, Wait, who who was Walter going to poison? He just is making random poison. But then I know with the email and everything, it was his plan to this whole time to set up the cops or whatever. But I don't understand. You put him in the you put Kevin in the trunk, you shoot him and he goes, well, you better close that because the cops are coming. How does that like I know he's pinning all this bank stuff on him that he was covering up. But like him in a trunk shop. I think he drew the cop's gun. I think he took the cop's gun when he was standing there yeah. shocked because the trunk opened and then he shot him with the cop's gun. So it looks no, like no, the no, cop Jenny. shot him. Yeah. No, no. I get that. Sorry. But, okay. But why if why would he be in a trunk shot unless because he gives um, Syracuse, whatever is Syracuse, his uh the out to be like you can be you can be the hero by sticking to this story or i could tie it to you but like shooting him and putting him in a trunk what is that that look doesn't did they move the body out so i think that he moved the body into the trunk and then he shot it to make it look like idiot cop shot him because kevin tan the one that was in the trunk had been on the take or something. Mm-hmm. And right. so right. basically like he uncovered it and he was trying to do something. So he had to shoot him and put him in the trunk. I don't know why he's in the trunk, you, but you <laughs> wouldn't put him in the trunk. <laughs> right. That's the the trunk part doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's, and that's they all would I'm probably saying. Probably still under- test him and find that he was drugged, but I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, well, that's what threw yeah. me off. <laughs> yeah. Why in the trunk and keep him in it the trunk weird. shot? It makes no sense. That's it all I'm saying. Weird. Everything else does, innocent, but it was just like, what? I don't know. <laughs> You're right. It's weird. <laughs> so, I mean, but, you know, I'm going to say this, and I don't know if Gina will agree with me, but 
I kind of warmed up to Callie the second half of the yes. season. I, I, I completely agree. I was like, what a transformation she has gone yeah. through. I think the more she learned she about her a lot mom, less annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think as soon as her parents started being honest with her, she actually became bearable. I think is kind of what it was. She started yeah. hearing the truth and that was enough to tar- start changing her. And yeah, the whole I, I stuff. She was great. That's in this why episode. my mom's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. liked her in the night agent as well. So I watched that like, I guess what three episodes left and I liked her character more there. So then it changed in yellow jackets. I'm like, okay, I kind of like her, <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, but- she, she got better as time went on and she started defending her mom and understanding her mom more understanding Shauna right. more. I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Now that was a, a good kind of development arc for her. I thought that it worked. Yeah. I, 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 I I love the conversation that she has with her dad in the car on the way. She's like, so mom has a gun. No, 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 no. She took it off a carjacker. So you have a gun. I mean, I was laughing. I thought that whole scene was great. It was. Uh, yeah. So was Jeff, funny. I thought was really good this year too. Jeff, you also like himself. only hit it in the, the glove box, which is like the most obvious place <laughs> yeah. to look. Right? Yeah. Don't, don't look in there. Yeah. It was, it was great. He's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> he is good for comic relief for sure. He, I love this actor. He's so doofy in this, which is refreshing because the other two things I've seen him in, which was Shades of Blue and The Following, which is another cult-based. I watched show The with Following, Kevin Bacon. but I don't. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. And I don't really remember it. He he always plays like such kind of a psychotic evil jerk that I <laughs> play this lovable doofus, you know, it's, um, it's really great. And, um, it makes me, it, I, I like being able to like him more. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I'm yeah. surprised I like him because he is such a doofus, but it fits. It just fits. Cause yeah. you know, I was thinking about the male characters of the show and I'm like, <laughs> I don't really relate to any of them and I don't really like any of them, but then, you know, Walter's fun, you know, but Jeff, I think does take the cake, but like the Javi Travis, I I really think they missed the boat with present day Travis. It felt like we could have got a little more, maybe, Mm. you know, a different actor just Mm. feels like now uh, another thing, I don't know if they are going to go in. (laughs) in the time between they get rescued and present day, are they going to go back and do stuff? Um, Cause well, if Juliet Lewis doesn't want to be on the show, I guess not. Cause I thought maybe they're just going to fill in those gaps with some things through the 25 years. But I mean, there's a lot they could do, but I, you know, I don't know now. I mean, I don't want to talk about and what what's ahead, but. You know, bringing um, up Travis Heath too, that one of the things way at the beginning of this season was, was him writing the note that says Nat was right. And we don't, we never really got any resolution to what that even meant. What, what was Nat right about or when she was right about well, it? Nat or... said she brought, she, she said that it meant that they brought it back with them. When oh, she, she did say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot the that darkness. Part. Yep. But then Lottie, Lottie goes, there's something about the darkness when they're about to kill Shauna and the hunt. And she's like, you know what? Something about the darkness, whether it's, them or something else force and Lottie goes what does it matter and I'm like yeah. oh they're just all insane I guess what's yeah. the difference Which, between it being it and being something we just made up right. type of thing yeah that was like are you kidding me like I wanted something more than 
But yeah, I, I kind of figured we were going to get one. I mean, when they opened with zombie and it's all in your head, I was pretty sure that it was going to try to lead us down that road later in this episode. I don't do you, I have a question for everybody. Do you want, cause I know this was, I know we all asked this question at the end of last season when we did that big podcast and does everybody change? Do you want to see it be supernatural or not? Or does it matter? Has anybody's opinions changed on that? I, I want supernatural. Okay. I, I think there are supernatural elements. I think it's a combination of both. Um, like I, I have a, here's my big theory about what Nat's <laughs> death is going to mean in season three. Um, they make reference to being able to identify Adam because he donated bone marrow to someone who had cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this has got to be Nat. I still think Adam is somehow tied to Lottie as well. I think Lottie and Nat have not, no, sorry, not Nat, Van. Mm. I think Lottie and Van have been in touch. I think Adam donated his bone marrow to Van and it was unsuccessful. I think they're friends and, um, or were friends. And I think they sent Adam out to Shauna to help kind of get the band back together around the time they'd be having that reunion. I, I I just think there has to be more to it in that regard. But I do think that because the wilderness won and someone died and it was Nat, I think it's going to cure Van's cancer. Because Lottie says to her, you'll see. Yes. And I think Van knew that this Looks could potentially exciting. cure her cancer. She was mm-hmm. kind of evil through the whole thing. I was like, yeah. yeah, the whole second half of this season, Van has been a little bit not. I'm not I'm not That's a big, when she came into it. Yeah. Much. In and both I, timelines, she's been a little. And I, I think there's going to be a mix, too. I hope there is supernatural because I don't think I would like it if all of this was just in their heads and they were creating all of right, this. Just the I, I want there to be some type of it doesn't have to be full blown crazy supernatural, but I think there needs to be some, at least some supernatural force manipulating yeah, I think, things. I think there's supernatural and I think some of it is the hunger, possibly uh, mercury oh. poisoning or something from the iron in the ground or whatever, but. Maybe there's lead. I don't know. But yeah, I definitely think there's supernatural. What do you think? What about you, Trey? No, I did. We should have, we should have Trey. Trey said supernatural, but that's all we heard. I want more from Trey. Hit us. (laughs) I won't mow. Um, I would be happy if it was like, uh, like wound up in kind of like a Stephen King route, like in it or something where they all had to, go back as adults to the original place and defeat the evil with some sort of like weird mind spell or possibly like it also has that would be cool. um like yep. indigenous folklore yep. which a lot of people think this show has so I wouldn't be surprised if there is like a ritual rooted in like indigenous American tradition that they have to resort to maybe yeah, I, also, I, I, like, that's what I hope. Are there too. any other plausible, like, are there any natural reasons why the tree area would still be hot in the winter? Like, is that a like phenom- like natural gas phenomenon or something? It could I be if I, there's underground uh, uh, hot like, springs. Yeah, yeah a hot spring, or or you said some type of gas thing too could do it. There, there is scientific ways for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of a geothermal thing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, speaking of supernatural and kind of going back to the pilot and where we're at now in the show, um, that opening kind of feast scene in the pilot, there's a distinct someone dressed as Antler Queen with three people on each side of her and Misty bringing them food. So that's a total of eight people. We only currently know of seven survivors, Travis and the six women that we've had so far um, up to this point, which leaves a potential eighth survivor. Cause I kind of feel that was the last feast they had before they got rescued. So do we think that them seeing the antler queen, that that's a shared hallucination and it's not really a person dressed as the antler queen? Ooh. Or do we think that is mm. an eighth person who survived that we have yet to see? Well, we have, so what's the count? So we have, do we have four people that we don't know have survived in present day? Coach, uh, was it Aaliyah or Akila? Coach Akila, Mari, Mari, Jen, and the girl with the hat back. Melissa, Jen, and Melissa. So we have Jen. You're in the Jen. You're in the show. It's spelled with a G, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not her. That's not our Jenny. So is that five? We don't know the fate of. Yeah. Okay, and then we got Van. We know Ty, Shauna. Misty, Natalie. So is that 10 people right now? As of right now? Oh, freaking Lottie, too. Lottie and Travis. Travis. Shit, Travis. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. So 11 people that are still standing. Is that true? Look, I have all their names on this piece of paper. Or is it 10? Just hang on, listeners. We, we have to get our spreadsheet. Oh, so I'm saying it's a podcast, but we struggle with math. We should Natalie, Taisa, Van, Akila, Mari, Lottie, Coach Scott, and Travis. That's 10. And then okay, yeah, there's uh, um, Jen and Melissa. So that's 12. Yeah. Okay, so we have possibly four people that will be eaten before the, <laughs> the, the and we know for girl. sure seven made it back and maybe eight. Okay. And the okay. question is, who might be that eighth person? Or did the eighth person? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because you know that's, that's my thing. Imaginary. Yeah, right. that, that's a good idea, Gene. Um, <laughs> the only thing. It's like, okay, so now until they get rescued, I guess my first question to you guys, it's a two-parter. One, are you even excited to find out how they got rescued? And two, we have, we're in the winter of 97, it feels like, especially if Javi was gone three months and October is usually the homecoming month. So that brings us into January. So maybe we're in February now, who knows? Um are you excited to see the summer and then another winter? So those are my two part question. Uh, start with you, Jenny. What What are your thoughts on that? Um, I am excited to see them getting rescued and how that happens. <clears throat> summer won't be so bad. I don't imagine uh, another winter might be rough. 
Well, and I think we have to take into consideration, I'm just going to throw out there, we see their freaking cabin burned down at the end of the oh, yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. And that is going to We can't to leave that out. Regardless, significantly, because Heath, I think you're right. Would we be excited if they still had a cabin? Is it more exciting without it? It, it's been pretty boring inside the cabin. So another winter without shelter is going to be rough. For sure. Well, the, that fire cooked all those potato flakes coming from the sky, though. So they're going to have, pl- <laughs> yes, gonna have plenty of food to eat for quite a while. So the uh, I think I, I kind of am excited to see. Well, the thing I'm excited for most is I still think there's another possibility with the Antler Queen. There could be more people out there. I think there has to be more people somewhere. Ooh. And I don't know what, I mean, I think when Javi said he has a friend, that means there's somebody or something else out there. I'm excited. That was one of my disappointments for this. I thought for sure the last scene of this season was going to be Coach in the cave and somebody coming up behind him that we didn't know who it was. I mean, that obviously didn't happen, but I I think I I really, really want there to be somebody out in the the woods. I think it would maybe bring a whole new dynamic just... Like I said, I hate to keep referencing Lost, but just like when Desmond got introduced or Ben Linus or the, all these internet, you can bring in a whole new dynamic and change everything. It's I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to what happens next. I guess so. Uh, yeah, I would be interested if they were being hunted by other people. I mean, there's, but I felt like it would have happened already. But I I don't know. Maybe the, if there is another person or a few. Well, yeah, well, I think- he wants his own show. <laughs> I, I think um so i think it depends on who started that fire i'm like the coach obvious choice it. seems coach did, coach did it did it but what if javi's friend saw javi being butchered and is pissed and 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 she did it we know it's a she because he said she but I, I think the obvious kind of the first the most logical one is is probably coach for sure. I think it was. Coach. Um, is there more stuff to watch in the summer and the winter? Yeah, I think so. I think there. I, I think coach is a dead man walking at this point because it whether he burned down the cabin or not, they're gonna believe he did. Mm-hmm. And right. um, because no one else knows about Javi's friend other than coach, so they're gonna think it was coach and um. They're probably going to hunt him down and somehow find that place. Like, I think they are going to end up living in, you know, where that cave that coach found that Javi was in and survived in. But when it comes to them getting rescued, I have another crazy idea. And it all kind of goes back to this. It's, it's part supernatural and it's, it's, you know, kind of part, um, you know, we saw Ty with her altar with, you know, her dog biscuit that she killed, which I think she did to get elected. Um, yes. We have Nat dying and Lottie telling Van the wilderness is pleased. You will see. And if she is cured of cancer, then I think that they do, you know, we saw kind of Shauna, they, they did a little kind of ceremony to make sure Shauna lived, even though her baby died when she was in childbirth. So I have a, like, I think sometimes stuff is happening as a result of these rituals, but I also think that the last, the feast we see at the, in the pilot is their last ritual and they do it in an effort to try to get saved. Like, I think that was, that's the intention of it. And so I think 
many of them think they got saved because they did this ritual. But because of the weird smile on Misty's face, young Misty's face in that scene, I'm thinking she still knows what what that transponder is. She really just unplugged the stuff. I don't know if she completely destroyed it. What if she's like, I'm going to go back and find it and put it back together, get it working again. And that's how they'll find us. But everyone will think it's because of the wilderness and not her. And then people will never know she destroyed it in the first place. That's kind of a real crazy tinfoil harebrained thought I have. So it's kind of like a manipulation between stuff really happening with a supernatural or mystical spiritual effect and stuff happening that's more manipulative. You know, I had another thought here when, Heath, when you mentioned something about how maybe they would be hunted, what if we've already seen that? What if some of the supernatural things aren't supernatural? They are, like, what if the Javi's friend is the one, I mean, we've theorized this before, but what if the one who took Crystal's body, or what if the friend was the one who sabotaged the plane that exploded? Yeah, that's a, that, that's a good point. And I, that's where I think this show needs to, if they haven't figured it out already, they need to execute it in a right way because they could, I, for me, I mean, not the show needs saving, but we, we, we had a season two that we thought was going to be pretty much amazing. And it wasn't, they're really this, cause if they eventually do have to go back to put the darkness away, I want something significant about this wilderness to, to, to happen. And we see that in the next season or two. So we can, so if they do go back, we know what they're up against. Like it needs to be something if it's just hunger and mercury poison and all that, the show should just end now (laughs) and just, you know, I mean, and then that's fine. I'd be like, okay, that's what they went through when they're starving. But if they want to go on for five seasons, like they say they do, we need, I, I need a little more. I need something. And that whole thing with, you know, when they're doing the seance and Lottie speaking French and something comes through and then the, 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 uh, the camera going down and the snow falling on Jackie. Like to me, I hope it's not just filmmakers trying to confuse us red herring ish. I hope it's something. So if there is, you know, there's a lot of potential here. I just felt like we went a little backwards this season and, but I could see the show doing a season three and it being awesome. That's what I'm hoping for. I I really think a hundred percent everything think that could said. happen. I really think that could happen. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying, Heath. I, I because I want I want to love this show as a prestige. <laughs> like I don't want it to be mm-hmm. CW. There's too many damn good actors in this. The creators, I mean, they're all they all know what I mean, they're all talented. Let's just like stop all these needle drops. I love music of this time, but you have the Killing Moon, a cover of The Killing Moon, and you end it with Killing Moon. You got St. Vincent doing Sad But True. You got freaking Zombie, a.k.a. Javi, Javi. It's like, <laughs> I felt like it's too much. Like, ooh, what cool song can we put on? We use a song or two or have something in the background so it can be like, oh, shit, that's Dinosaur Jr. in the background. Don't make it a part of the whole experience. It just frustrates me because, yeah, it looks cool. But like it, I think it takes away from the storytelling, and I, I don't want it to become cold case where 2003 we're just going right, to play all you know, right. and that's so, that's just trim it down some. 
I got to say something about zombie though, because it did put me in the mood for that scene. But the visual effects took me out of the scene and I was really pissed off about it because I see what's happening and I hear the music and I'm waiting for Dolores O'Riordan to start singing and I've got tears welling up already, like feeling for this, what's about to happen. It's beautiful. It's poignant. And I'm so heartbroken for Travis. And then the stupid fucking CGI. (laughs) So it was like, it was um, as soon as Nat spoke, the little puff of white coming out of her mouth looked like a cartoon. And then Javi's <laughs> face had instant potato flakes on his eyebrows. And it was so distracting that, like, then when they had Shauna about to slit his throat and everything, I had to, like, adjust my gaze. So I was just looking at Shauna's hands because his eyebrows were so distracting to me with the potato <laughs> flakes on them. And I was like, do better. Do either of you that live in California, does the snow thing bother either of you two? Or is it just us <laughs> that get snow all the time? Because I, I, every time I see the snow, it pisses me off. No, I, I grew up in snow. I grew up in Shasta County. And just like even when they get the door open after the blizzard, after Shauna's birth, I was like, that would never have happened that fast if they had Mm-mm. been like snowed in and they're just like walking through the snow like it's nothing. And it's yeah. like if it buried your right. door, they would have had to dig out there. I was yeah, so mad ridiculous. at that scene. <laughs> so, and it's yeah. very fluffy. Um, yeah. you know, snow will like freeze and then melt and then freeze again over time and create or drift, just drift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. That's a little whatever not that uh, it's that, the worst thing in the world it just a, it's a no, small annoyance i have but that did really take me out of that scene but i mean i appreciated the scene overall but i really was disappointed in the and the visual effects with the the cgi puffs and the and the bad snow <laughs> that does not look like snow <laughs> <laughs> i mean heath you grew up on the East Coast, you I know did. snow. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I honestly you've you've put it out of your mind. <laughs> I, I I know everyone on different pods have been complaining about the snow. I just kind of just you know I, I I guess in my perspective I know it's a set and not on location. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of like all right, whatever. I'm like whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I try not to let that stuff bother me. Um, but. You know, I grew up yeah, half my life in snow. So, yeah, I was a little at times. And there was no yellow snow. Come on. There's got to be yellow snow. Um, right. Wanna, Do you think people wouldn't have been out there taking a piss? Yeah. So I, what, okay. So I want to ask real quick um, also is if um, – so I know a lot of people were like there's a scene cut possibly with them determining the queen with the cards and stuff. Now, they did the card thing about taking out the bucket. So I just assumed they were doing the same thing to see yeah. who was gonna, mm-hmm. but why, why, I guess my question is why were, is everyone complaining about that? Or did I just like, I, cause I guess I just assumed that's what they do to do different well, things. Well, my, my annoyance, what's uh, yours? And, the reason I don't like it is because 
it's one thing to take out the bucket of shit. It's another thing to go to right to human sacrifice without more than a 10 minute conversation. Yeah, I agree. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay. I, okay. Now I see your problem. Okay. Yeah. That's an issue. Um, it was Thaisa's idea, right? Yes. It was. Yeah. I think we're, we're led to believe she like was actually the other Thaisa at that time. Cause she looked in her reflection oh. earlier that day and it was yep. the creepy mm-hmm. self. Yeah. And that was the Maybe same. That, that was the, the antler clean. Yeah, and that was the same one where she looks at Van, and Van is a reflection of young Ty yeah. as well. And that was that whole scene right before Could, that happened. With Thaisa having this other personality, I guess they call it Ty and Issa or whatever. Um, <laughs> do you think Van eventually has it too, maybe? Being close to Thaisa so much that she could have another side? Because in the hunt, she became like, I mean, it could have been just... Barrel, yeah. yeah. Oh, like Aquila was licking her lips when Javi fell through the ice. I'm just like, oh my god, oh, yeah. that's not that not a good look. Uh, um, I I I think she could develop things. Like I didn't think it was possible. Like someone on a message board was like, Antler Queen's not real. They're hallucinating it, and I was like. Is it even possible for people to like have the same exact hallucination? And that's that foliadu thing you yeah, brought up last I, week. Yeah, <laughs> I looked it up, and and it is, which is crazy. So I don't know if you can, if that will translate right. to like a split personality, um, as well. But I do think we've seen kind of a change in in Van's personality in both. Well, primarily in the the younger timeline, like she's really right. changed. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. not gonna notice by the people with her either. That's one character, Gina, that I'm really like, especially present day Van. I hope she, the cancer goat, because I, I would love them to explore more of her. And maybe mm-hmm. they are now, like how when Echo hunted off Loss and Desmond kind of became more yeah. of the prominent character storyline. I mean, I think this is something they could really tech because that. And Lauren Ambrose, Lauren Ambrose, right? That's her. That's the actress. Yep. Yes. Right? Lauren, yep. I freaking love her to death. And uh, I just think there's so much there they could tackle with her character um, and Thaisa, them mm-hmm. together again. I just so so as as much as like, oh, the season wasn't there's so many great elements they there, have yeah. still yeah. to make yeah. this. Get, get it back to because that's I mean, honestly, it, it, it's tough to always to to be better than your first season. It's very hard. And some shows do do it. Um, but like, I just, I mean, I watched the pilot again. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is why I fell in love with this show mm-hmm. and these girls and everything. I just, and so I really think that they really just need to fix a few plot things and we can get this back on track uh, and get, you know, get rid of these, maybe, maybe even get rid of some of these idiot uh, male characters that are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> like Sarah Goose, uh, that and oh, you well, know, but I would have rather yeah. had Kevin well, Tan Kevin stick Tan's around than yeah. you know, I liked Kevin. Kevin, Kevin Tan's Kevin death I was so shocking. Yeah, what yeah. if he didn't drink the cocoa? What if he was like, No, I'm good. Yeah, Trey, a conversation uh, first. I was surprised he said, Sure, I'll drink cocoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I immediately knew the, oh, yeah. the jig was up. And yeah. I was like, what if it's too hot to drink? Because if someone offers me cocoa, I'm going to blow on that for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because sometimes it is like fire. Yeah. <laughs> that was right. off the stove. Uh, yeah, I did like Kevin. That's yeah. That, that was one that I think had potential because, he, uh, in the, you know, 
So it's like, ah, man, but when he dropped, though, I was like, I was actually, I, I didn't realize it was going to happen then. I knew yeah. something was going on, but then he, the way they filmed it and he just dropped, <laughs> I thought it was pretty impressive. That, and I, I mean, that. he was dead because he had been given phenobarbital. Like, I don't think I really realized that at the time until after Walter's like, oh yeah, phenobarbital, it, it acted, it was really fast. I was like, oh my God. Did you guys feel, because I felt Walter got into the cult so easily and he's just in the kitchen. I thought for a second, oh, did he, is he secretly funding this cult? Like, is he behind this cult? That's where I was thinking, because it just Probably. seemed too easy for him. But yeah, it could be. Who knows? Could be. But yeah, I guess to get into this cult, it's pretty easy just to kind of wear purple and come yeah, in. Yeah, I went in. <laughs> well, and uh, he found Misty if- kind of early on. So I was like, okay. And she must have like kind of filled him in. And everyone else was leaving, too, at that time. That's true. That's so they true. could do the hunt. So it was like a good, you know, a little bit of a mirage, I guess. Yeah. We definitely yeah, need to hear more of Walter's backstory and what exactly is going on with him. We we really don't know that much about him. I mean, we know he's well, really well funded. I don't believe anything he said. So I don't. I, I want to see more of his backstory this next season because it's there's a lot now. Does Walter Ando? Does Walter? Did he all the stuff he learned was from Misty or was he really researching them a lot before to get because? He knows everyone's name. He knows who's who. I think it's both, isn't it? Because he was definitely re- – that's how him and Misty hooked up on that message board was that he was investigating the Adam Martin disappearance. That's true. I, he- I, and it still wouldn't be surprising if he somehow was involved with Jessica Roberts, I think, or he was involved with Ty somehow. Or I don't I don't know. They I just feel like he's Lottie's stalked hope. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or that. But, I, yeah, I just feel like he had – there's more to him – like his stalkery ways, maybe then I guess the show has shown they've given you bits and pieces, but I feel like he's like for years has possibly, and then the murder might've really got them. You know, I don't know. I actually think that his grandmother is in prison for killing his grandfather because he killed his grandfather. I think, I think he's been a, I think he and Misty are just killed the cop. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and that wasn't his first kill. There's yeah, no definitely no, <laughs> not not even close. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's like you were saying, Heath. There's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff here. That's maybe what you were saying before too about the writer strike and force them to shut down production and they can rewrite. Well, they can't. Not supposed to rewrite during that. But <laughs> well, give give them more time to think about what's and flesh this stuff out and make it you know, and, a little better. And I know, like, you don't want to just do fan service, but I gotta believe. When, I mean, Lost probably did this some, like, you start, like, Nikki and Paolo. People hated Nikki and Paolo. Well, they wrote them out pretty quick. Like, maybe, I mean, these writers are brilliant. I mean, they really are. And it's really hard to do, to make an, a top-notch show. It's hard to do, even if you have the budget and all the actors. It's just, there's the a human element, something that just doesn't work. But they, you know, but they only have a certain budget, whatever, and they can't just go reshoot. So, and, and then maybe sometimes they think things will work and they just don't, but, you know, just comb, comb a little bit. I'm sure they have people for that with ideas because a lot of podcasters and fans, though, some of their ideas are crazy or they don't know how to film a TV or write a TV show. There are some good, th- like Gina's just dropped like the freaking Latin uh, young Javi or whatever that yeah. Natalie should like, I, I hope in the, I wish in the writer's room, they came up with that. You know, why not? 
like but you know we don't know what factors but like little things yeah. like that it, it i don't know i just i i just i hope i just hope like you said ando for season three they just really go over every possibility and come up with because that one was awesome and it would have made me feel so better about that i'm still thinking about that gina oh, <laughs> i'm just like I'm that glad. was such a good no it was a fantastic idea i mean it that's what good writing is to bring it full circle and to, that made so much sense. And I'm wondering if halfway through shooting, Juliette Lewis is like killing me. I don't know. Or halfway through the writing half, you know, we don't know those factors. Oh shit. We got to write, we got to write her out, man. We should have changed Lisa, to, but mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Cause maybe their plan for her was what some of you were thinking early on that she was Shauna's grown up baby. Right. For right. Lisa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. There are a couple other things that I think are worth discussing. Um, actually, when Nat died, I I was less saddened by her death and more really upset for Misty. I really felt for Misty, and I think yeah. because she worshipped that like you know she she said this is my best friend which i don't think that was really reciprocated but um you could tell even when she was like talking to the cult members about they're like you know natalie and she goes oh yeah and like she was like she's an amazing dresser and she's stunning and you know she just worshiped her so much that um i'm saddened for her and I'm also worried. I do wish they had given her a huge primal scream like they did when Laura Lee died with Lottie. They did it with um, Shauna and Jackie. They did it when Van's face was eaten off with Ty. I would have loved to just see her have done that big primal scream that also kind of brought it back to death in the wilderness that way but um i was sad for her i'm worried for her next season i almost wonder will we see misty take on a nat persona like die and straighten her hair because we know christina ricci's normally you know kind of a brunette that looks more like juliet lewis in real life than she looks <laughs> like misty i would love to see her kind Other of than those great big eyes <laughs> right but <laughs> i'd love to see her kind of like try and emulate mm, that's gone. i think that could be really interesting but we'll see i don't know if walter would like her as much <laughs> well is is uh is walter gonna even make it very long because misty's two best friends are both knocked off this year basically by misty or because of her, with Crystal and with Nat now, people get close to Misty and they don't last very long, it seems like. Mm, that's what if Walter point. is, like, the thing that was in the woods with them? Oh. Because he doesn't really fit the vibe of the show. What if he's, like, a supernatural creature that could, like, oh, take I different forms? That's kind <laughs> of, like, all-powerful, all-knowledgeable. Like, what if he's Javi's friend in the woods? Hmm. That would be like the biggest oh. reveal if Ben turned around and Elijah Wood was there at the same, like looking the exact same. Oh, age. I would love it. <laughs> it's crazy enough. I would love it. <laughs> but like the writing has just been got so strange for me that I'm like, I would buy that if that, that's what it turned out to be. I do not hate that idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just, he's so creepy and he just shows up at the right time, knows everything. Yeah, well, like a lot of this episode, it was almost like he was a narrator, even telling mm-hmm. Jeff exactly what to do and all this stuff. And it was, 
Yeah, he, he definitely seems to know more than everybody else at all times and shows up in and the right place. he's protective of all the, the girls. Like, he yep. didn't have to help Shauna, but he didn't want Shauna. Like, he could have saved Misty, but made it so Shauna went to jail, but he took care of all of them. Yeah, there is something. Well, and There's that's why he off. does seem real in a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's why he's always had this quality that's like, is he actually real? I don't, I don't know. But yeah. He might be unearthly. Yeah, I, I love that idea. I'm, I'm gonna, I've, uh, I'm gonna write jot that down so we can <laughs> say how great you were next season when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> that would make him make more sense. I mean, overall, because yeah, his, like I said earlier, his um, presence every time he's there, it just seems so like out of sync with everything else in the show. So we could take it a step further. We know that Jason Ritter, Shauna's real-life husband, Melanie Lewinsky's real-life husband, filmed scenes that did not make it into this season and were supposed to. Um, what? Oh, did we lose Heath? Um, I think I heard a baby cry and he had to go. No, that was that was here. Oh, that was a baby oh, okay. right here. I don't know who has kids and who doesn't. <laughs> um, I'll look in case he got disconnected. He might come back in. What if they said basically what Trey kind of just said? Walter has been there all along. What if they go back and shoot all those scenes with Jason Ritter in like original Cabin Daddy time with Walter? And he's been some kind of entity that has been there from the beginning, not aging, maybe being Javi's friend. Although he said her, but who knows that, you know, that could be changed, but that could be something interesting too, that Walter becomes a thread throughout all the different generations of the cabin. Or becomes like what people need him or like it to be mm. in that moment. Like That's the true. friend to Javi who was a girl and maybe less threatening to like spend your time alone in the woods with. And then like the perfect boyfriend for Misty. Like the split screen episode where that spark song plays and he does everything that she's mm-hmm. doing. Like that's weird. Yes. Yeah. It is weird. It's very weird. Um, he said he had to drop for a call. Yeah. I, I saw that. Um what do you guys think about the rumor of there supposedly possibly being a secret episode dropped? Um, it's going all over the internet that like yeah. there's some people that are convinced it's going to drop to we're recording this on Thursday, Thursday June 1st and there's rumors that it's going to drop tonight a secret drop on Showtime. Oh my god. I'm so excited. Oh, I think we're getting an Axel. Well, we're swapping. if that is the case, if we get another episode, we'll definitely have to have another episode of the pod. But yeah, because there's there's things like there's a picture going around with the girl that plays young Misty holding the clapper or whatever it's called. And it, in the bottom corner, it says S2 E10 and things like that Drop to me. But yeah, there that's... have been a ton of rumors swirling, even from before the um even well, and, season finale dropping last week. And one of the bonus well, episode, yeah. One of the showrunners after this episode dropped said something. It was something on Twitter or Instagram. It said something like, "This is it for the main episodes this season, or the main right. storyline." Or so, so that it's like they're definitely not extinguishing the possibility that there could be a 
I don't maybe there'll just be a Thanksgiving dinner special episode. It's a holiday special. We can well, all gather around and watch a Thanksgiving dinner. I think I, I really do hope they drop something and I hope it's an origin story episode with the hunter that was there in the seventies. I think it would make everyone feel better about the finale. If if they do do it, I wish that they hadn't kept it totally secret. I think they should have started promoting it the minute people started shitting all over the finale. And they should have been like, it's not over quite yet. The season might be over. Well, your time with the ladies might be over, but the season's not over type of thing. Um, but yeah, um, I, I really hope it's there. So, um, Axel, are you with us? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. A little soft, but oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Me, uh... How about now? Is that better? Yes. Slightly better. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, I'm sorry I was late, everybody. Um, Thank you for talking about Yellow Jackets. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Nice podcast. (laughs) How long have you been on? Like an hour? Really? Only, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe an hour and 10 minutes, I guess. And okay. and he had to drop off to take an important call, but we, you came on like minutes after it was like, yeah, aged it. it was really kind of weird. Um, Sorry. But, um, uh, oh, go ahead. I think Andy's on mute. I don't know if he was trying to say something or not, but I didn't hear him. If he yep, I, I was mute. I just said we had to change pictures. Axel's the closer we're bringing in for the bottom of the night. <laughs> right. oh, no pressure, Axel. Um, um, but, you know, we started off by just saying, I mean, you kind of missed our whole conversation, so you don't know where we're at. But we started off by just asking everyone what they thought of the season finale and what they thought of, um, you know, the second season altogether. So if you want to kind of jump in and and give us your thoughts there, and then you can like go back and listen to everything we talked about. We'll be, right. Yeah, we talked about that or not. Maybe you have some uh, stuff that we didn't cover. Well, I think this is fun because I get to be on a podcast and then listen to an hour of it later. So that's awesome. Um, Actually, you should turn your mic up just a little bit more if you can. Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. How about that? No, even more. Even more? Yeah, it's really low. Wow. I don't know why it's so low. Oh, it's that, still sounds, low? that sounds better. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's better. I'm running it through the board. I have to yank it all the way up. Um, talk I, right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk right next to it. You're working um, with a new setup probably-ish, kind of. Well, yes, I do apologize. I was picking my son up. Uh, from school, we moved 10 minutes away, but he's still going to the same school. So my wife drops him off in the morning. I pick him up in the afternoon and he gets the day off tomorrow because we don't want to do that. So <laughs> okay. <gets> day off. <laughs> he gets a three day weekend. Um, but it was kind of a lot of track. The, the move was insane. Not only did they turn the power off. And do construction on both streets the day we were moved. Like it was in, like I had to call the town, but the move itself went very well. It's just we're like, it's a double move because we never unpacked from when we moved 10 years ago. We just put all the boxes in the garage and I made it into a hangout spot for Lachlan and I. So we had to do a double. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yellow jackets. Okay. Um, 
Well, I have to say I'm kind of disappointed with this season, folks. You probably heard me talking about it throughout. I feel like overall, I would have to say I feel the same way now that I felt after about episode three, which is I was listening to an interview with the creators. What's it? Um, Bart Nickerson and, and the what's there's a, it's a man and a woman. Ashley Lyle. Ashley Lyle. Okay, yes. I was listening to an interview with the both of them. And sometimes when I listen when I'm we're covering a show, I hear an interview with the creator, like Game of Thrones, this happened all the time. And I would say, Okay, we're we're on target. Like they're talking about the same things we are, right? Like we are in step together. We understand what pe- what we want from this show and what it's giving us. And the interview I heard with them, I, I can't remember. I think it was on TV top five with Feinberg and Leslie Goldberg, but it, I was just, I finished listening to that interview and I was like, they do not understand what people like about this show. Like they're just they're They are in a different zone, which is, I think that they think that this show is on a dramatic level that it just isn't. This is not the Sopranos or the wire or something. A lot of what attracted to people to this show was that it's fun. It's cool. It has throwback stuff. It has great acting, right? It threw a lot of shit at you. And I feel like this season was more red herrings than it was interesting stuff. And I feel like, I feel like I felt a little bit with Westworld where the theories we had were way more interesting than the actual show. (laughs) And that is the, that's disappointing to me because I still love the show. I still love the actresses on it and the actors. I, I really, I'm looking forward to season three. I'm still in, but I just think overall they don't know what show they're making i feel like they think they're making a different show than what me as an audience member wants from it and i don't when that uh we're talking spoilers right we talked about the episode uh, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah, full died, spoilers <laughs> yeah, we've died, just like randomly talked about stuff uh, we haven't like gone through anything like and, that and here's a spoiler yes. for you too axel the first that hour died. of this <laughs> There's a spoil, spoiler right now for you, Axel. The first hour of this episode of the podcast, you're going to like listening to it after what you just said. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think you'll all probably agree with me. Yeah. Because we've been talking about it together. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, I don't remember. What was I going to say? A spoil. When Nat died, I didn't really feel anything. I just felt like, oh, a plot point happened. And then I was when, mad that she died, but I wasn't like it wasn't feeling very well. You know what? She hardly did anything this season except for yeah. one episode. You're right. So I didn't really yeah. miss her. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, and she put the fish in her mouth, which was really badass. That's <laughs> the moment. Uh, and that's Here's the your episode, fucking fish. That's the episode I was talking about, Trey. You hit it right. Like we know. So I just feel like when Walter all of a sudden conned a porn stash into like, and then sh- just shoots his partner. That's what I'm saying. It was a lot of unevenness. Like we're supposed to laugh when Kevin dies, but cry when that died. It just didn't, it didn't work for me. And 
I'm still in, like I said, I still want to watch it, but this episode, my wife and I were watching it. And as things were happening, we were like, what, what's going on here there. And they kind of like wrap things up, but not really. I don't know that that's my monologue. Um, and Andy's kids are very cute. <laughs> as always. That's what they I'm just had to say hi, Axel. So. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I think that that was pretty much on par with some of what we were yeah. saying. Um, and then there, there are like two other things I just wanted to call out from this episode. One I think is a, a shorter thing and the other is a, a more a, a, like a longer thing. But um, what do we think of Travis going all Daenerys Targaryen on his brother's heart? Like, oh, that was that necessary? Are we going to see that again? Like, I just, it was so bizarre. I love the, was that necessary? Because that's like exactly <laughs> what I thought for sure. Yeah. I, I felt like a lot of that stuff too happened so quickly. And instead of the really intricate way, I feel they kind of in the first season built up the rituals, right? Like slowly built them up to where they were believable that they had kind of created their own cult amongst each other. It just all of a sudden happened in this episode. You know what I mean? Like when he ate that heart, they had an opportunity in other, in episodes leading up to it to bring us to that point, right? Where well, we see it in other ways, where it, and it just didn't feel that way to me. It didn't feel like it grew to that. I would say it did, just because they do that circle every morning. They did that weird thing when Shauna was in labor. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it was totally out of the ordinary, but I think it really went to like, you know, eating his brother's heart was just. It, it seemed very extreme. Like it did seem like with the drawing of the cards and the hunt and everything else that they, they went all in very quickly. Um, yeah. I mean, he could have just taken the heart and put it in the pan. <laughs> like or, he didn't have to take a bite. Someone could have said something like, or he, I just felt they could have been connected. Some words, like, you're right, yeah. Gina. Yeah. But I, I meant more like it meant like the, the, he explained what it symbolizes while he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? And they, and the, and the, and the girls agree with him. My brother sacrificed for us. something of this nature or one <laughs> yeah. of them say something or, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm I, like I said, I don't want to be overly negative. I hate being really negative on a podcast because it's <laughs> not that it's not fun. But well, honestly, we've talked about yeah. good stuff and we've talked about our nitpicks too. So, I mean, I think that most of us thought the season overall was all right, but not what we wanted it to be. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, I, I feel, I feel like any of us really like have shit on it. <laughs> yeah. I actually I think, think we all had our moments of, of uh, doing that, but we all yeah. had nitpicks, but we were still very positive. None of us are out on the show. Right. <laughs> yeah, None of us are, are looking forward are, to the next season. None <laughs> of us are giving death threats to the writers, which I guess they received <laughs> after the finale, which is horrible. They yeah. did? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. What is wrong um, with people? I, I don't know. They're really weird. But um, I actually, one of my favorite scenes in this episode 
even though it was really strange and surprising, was kind of Nat's coronation as the new leader and that whole transition. We haven't talked about that yet. And I just thought, I don't know. I thought it was so sweet in this really strange way. Um, But I also thought Lottie, like, (laughs) I think Lottie realizes she took it too far and is not going to lead these people anymore. And I think she just kind of picked the person that pushed against her the most in all of this to try and get things back to a more normal state. And I don't know if that will happen or not, but I don't know what you guys think. What did you think Shauna would have continued to write in her journal if she'd had, if she could have finished that sentence? Cause she was obviously pissed that she wasn't the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she was saying, I always thought it was Jackie that made that I used to think in- it was Jackie that made me feel invisible, but it's Natalie. Like, is that what the rest of the sentence would be? I was thinking she was going to be introspective and realize that she's doing it to herself, making her yeah. feel invisible, Agree. but Agree. yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be Shauna too. I thought when they, when she was saying she's been leading us the whole time, I was like, it's probably Shauna. Well, she prepared all their meat. Yeah. Like right. no one had the, like no one had the stomach literally to do that. And like, especially when they were carving she's up people and not just animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, um, and I don't know if uh, anyone's read post interviews but that we're going to see Juliet Lewis more because I think that this could maybe not just her upbringing and what happened with her dad and everything, but with the addiction issues that she's had and mental health issues, could this have been a point in which this is where a lot of her guilt really comes from what happened after she was put in charge? You know, I think that is interesting. I, I I'm interested to see, what that I wonder if like. that's what made Misty so worshipful of her. Mm, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also she said at the rehab place in the beginning that when she got back from the wilderness, she lost her purpose. And so maybe this gave her more of a purpose. And like I at first thought, oh, because hunting and providing for them, that was her purpose. But mm-hmm. if it was leading them, then that was an even bigger loss of purpose when they Mm -hmm. got back, you know, not to have that leadership role and maybe people to see her in, in her having the capacity to lead. I don't know. So do you guys think that she's still the one from the first scene of the series behind underneath the antlers? Or I still think there's a high possibility of it changing. Oh yeah. I feel like it would make the most sense for them to follow Taisa, but right now they don't know about the other Taisa. So I feel like if they discovered that and then they realize that the other Taisa is the one who created the hunt in the first place, that it was her idea that maybe they would switch to following her at some point. Well, and And they also like when they, when she decided they were going to ice out the girl on the soccer team, everyone like just blindly followed Taisa. So that's a good point. I, I'm also wondering really if because Natalie was chosen to lead them because she drew the card and the wilderness chose otherwise, 
if we're going to see that happen again. And we actually did ha- see it happen again with Shauna and the hunt. Um, you know, if it hadn't been for Callie coming in and shooting Lottie, <laughs> I, I think they would have killed Shauna. I think someone would have killed Shauna. Maybe, you know, not all of them, but, um, you know, does that mean in present timeline, Shauna should be their leader and they listen to her more? Like, I don't know. Um, but I wonder if we see that kind of passing of the torch again because the wilderness chooses someone that the card did not. Hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see that being like for the adults timeline next season like more of Shauna having to make decisions for the benefit of the group. I can also see her resisting that role because she thinks it's all a bit of a joke. Mm. Mm-hmm. But she wanted it initially way back in the beginning. Yeah. You know that mm-hmm. now. And now she is kind of potentially in the position to have that, which is interesting. Yeah. I just wonder what's going to happen in the now timeline next season. I thought it was interesting too, after, when uh, Callie comes in and Lottie is based, almost seems like she's worshipful of Callie. She says like, she's so powerful. And she's, I thought that was a, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty creepy. Well, Lottie was also prepared to like, like she thought that the wilderness baby was like some promised thing, right? Like she was like, it's inside you. Maybe she meant the egg that became Callie. Like Mm. I'm trying to think of how long eggs last, but only a couple of years. So maybe, well, I've heard that you're born with no, all the born, eggs. You'll, yeah, you're born yeah. with all the eggs you'll ever have. Yeah, they just right. don't start okay. maturing okay, so. until you go into puberty. <laughs> Maybe she was mistaken about the wilderness baby, and it was actually like a different egg that became Callie. Mm. Maybe that would be interesting. She also could just be crazy, but I wonder if yeah. like that's how her <laughs> like that's what she her thought process is. That mm-hmm. like, oh, I was wrong before, but this is the chosen baby. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. I thought she, I thought she was going to, I thought she was like, ah, a good sacrifice is here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's what I thought. Her, She was like, ah, like now, I, like we've done this before. You know what I'm saying? Like we sacrificed the kid for her. Do we have to do it again? I was convinced that she was going to die. I thought she was going to be the one who gets shot. Or something by accident. Yeah, Yeah. I was kind of worried it would be Callie or Jeff, actually, by accident. Because I thought it made sense. And it's like Shauna's kids. And then that could send Shauna into some kind of rage. or You know what I'm saying? Because like Jenny said, Jenny, you just said, I'm really... Uh, interest in seeing what happens in the now that for me the way everything ended there i almost felt like it wrapped it up yeah exactly yeah i said that earlier i I agree that's why i'm like i have no idea where they're gonna go with the now timeline you know what i mean like if nat dies then would they not not want to see each other anymore you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, but it's only oh, it only like we talked, Axel, that like really only a week has passed since the reunion and them killing Adam, which is why I think it's ridiculous. We haven't seen on TV anyone looking for Ty, who is an elected official. Oh, and right. you know, But everyone goes looking for the white man artist right away. <laughs> He's missing. Um, maybe that's actually true to life. But um, 
we still have Ty potentially taking on this elected position that could be very interesting and weird and influential, especially with her dark Ty side. Um, we left children and pets at home. Both Ty and Misty did. <laughs> we need to. Thaisa's wife in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I feel like she's going to heal now because Natalie died. Ah, interesting. <laughs> hmm. Like, I feel like one thing will happen to each person that will make them think, oh, maybe there is something to what Lottie said. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would be for Shauna, though, because, like, her family is healthy and together. You know, it is a perfect opportunity for yet another time jump and for them to jump ahead, like, five years or something. That's like what that. my boyfriend said. He said he yeah. thinks they would jump two yeah. years ahead or something, and you would see everybody very successful. Yeah, I think that could be something that happens. That would be it, interesting. It yeah. Comes back yet again. You know, like <clears throat> we almost have like a um like a a redo <clears throat> of the first season where for some reason they're separated and now they have to be brought back together again. You know, <laughs> like it just won't go away. But it that's what kind of confused me a bit too with it. It felt weird because it felt like they kind of wrapped everything up in a nice bow. Mm-hmm. In the now. Yeah. And then we know in the then there's a lot more weird shit to happen too. Mm-hmm. And coach just discovered the underground place where he stole and tried to kill all of them. Well, you all talked about that. That was coach, right? Coach tried to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like well, yeah. Gina said it right? could have been the hobby's friend too, but oh, they're going to think it's coach. That's what I, I think, think it, was it coach. is now. I, I now think that it could be have like Javi's friend, like something else out there. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's, I can't imagine, I can't imagine coach trying to kill Natalie, maybe everybody else, but I just, even though she like turned, I feel like it's only been a couple hours that he's had time to process this. And then if he right. was going to try to hurt her, it would be after he, he sat on the idea for a bit. I just like, can't see him having it in him. He's so sweet. I I kind of agree with you there, Trey, but I also think that the the character development that they put into him this year, which was very specific, this alternate reality where he chooses not to be with them, right, and and right. lives his life freely, could cause that kind of anger. You know what I mean? Like it just builds up in him, and he just wants to kind of destroy this world. And and they are. He sees what the future is, and the future is just them slowly but surely eating each other for sport you know so we did have a scene too a few minutes before that where we saw coach couldn't start a fire and he he went to go he went to go get the matches oh that's right yeah i forgot about the matches yeah i forgot about the matches and when he stole the matches he kind of looked at he like looked now was he looking to see if they were seeing him or was he like getting the idea oh fuck it i'll take the whole cabin down Either way, I now like the idea he that was it was the He was seeing friend. what they were doing, too. He was watching yeah. through the window. Yes. He took yeah. some rope, and he took the matches, and he took a couple other things, too. And but I, I would think if he, I would think in his mind, he would think, if I burn this down, I already told Matt there's another place to stay. If he burns that thing down, he, he would have to know they would come after him. I mean, it doesn't make sense if for him survive. to do it. Yeah. yeah. If they survive. So he might have hung himself after, maybe. Well, if not, I feel like he did something to jam the door to keep it from opening oh, yeah. because there's no oh, reason yeah, that door that. shouldn't have opened. <laughs> yeah. Good point, Jenny. 
Yeah. yeah. What'd you say, Trey? Oh, I said good point because I, I forgot oh. that they said the door stuck. Yeah. Did anyone catch like Van being like the last person to leave? She's yeah. like, yeah, I've survived fire twice. Did you all talk about maybe she'll be cured by what happened to Nat? Yes. 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 Yeah. We did. I think that's a, gr- I think that's like almost a given. Mm-hmm. I also, I feel like she'll move in with Taisa. I think the next time we see them, they'll be like playing house together. Yeah. I agree. Um, we, what's going to happen to Taisa's son? Um, yeah. Where is Sammy? <laughs> Does Simone live? Is she going to take him back over? Maybe, but I think it would be a nice opening shot of them tied together at the rest. And then you like pull back and it's them as adults and they wake up, you know, and then she goes into work and the office, like everything's fine, you know, and then they do it again. I like that. Yeah. Doesn't Uh, Misty have a job to get back to as well? (laughs) I know that's like such a random thing for me to be like nitpicky about, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how it works with nursing in the States, but it's like, can she just be like, I'm going to be gone for five days on a wellness retreat? I don't think so. Um, we're terribly understaffed and across all medical professions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did uh, see her at her job. She's a nurse in a nursing home, it looks like. Yeah, that was, that was the last time we saw her when Walter came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, mm-hmm. at work, right? So it could be a long weekend, you know, and she's... I mean, I think that she is adept at coming up with excuses. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of her thing. Yeah. So I think she could get out of that. Um, well, that's all I have. I don't know if anyone else has has more. Nobody's looking for Jessica Roberts either, Gina. So you're right on. Yeah. That that, I felt, they didn't have anything happen with that this season, really. Well, they, I mean, Misty admitted to it. And then Walter said he somehow pinned the Jessica Roberts thing on, on uh, Kevin Tan too. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he mentioned it really quickly. Like he wrapped everything up. He's like, you don't have to worry about this. You don't have to worry about that. And, you know, I was just like, wow, he's like super duper. <laughs> he's I get why Syracuse just accepted that. Like Syracuse is the kind of guy who fishes a used condom out of a garbage can and sniffs it. Like, <laughs> but then this man who he's never seen shows up, shoots his partner twice in the head and is like, I would close the trunk if I were you. And by the way, these two murders that like Kevin Tan has no motive to commit are now linked to him. Good luck. You can take credit for catching him in the act. Wouldn't you be like, who the hell are you? And what if I just say you shot my partner in front of me and are crazy? Yeah. Yes. In my experience, police officers do not act as he acted at that point. No. (laughs) (laughs) When you just all of a sudden steal his gun and shoot. No, that's not gonna. That was ridiculous. That uh, really threw me. The whole Walter thing threw me too, because I still want him to be something different, you know? Well, I think you met, you came on right after we had the big revelation about that, Axel. What's that? Trey, tell Axel what your idea is on Walter. I think he's like the thing in the woods. Ooh, I like that. Like it rep- takes over people or something, or he's like changed his form over the years. Because he always just conveniently shows up. He can like, he like protected the girls like he gave them something he like neatly resolved, but it was like, he specifically gave them something the day they were going to do a hunt anyways. And then one of them did die. 
I would like that because you know also, um, just say reiterate, one of my feelings is that this show should be way more overt about the mystical and supernatural elements. Yeah. It doesn't do itself any favors playing this game of, is it crazy? Are they crazy? Is it something in the water? Is it mystical? That's not, like I'm saying, it's, it's you're not that deep, Yellow Jackets. Just give us the fun stuff. Yeah. Yep. Dive into it. You could get deeper by accepting it. The obfuscation. Oh, wow. I, I said that correctly. Is not, doesn't, it, it frustrates me. It doesn't help me. It doesn't make me feel like the show's deeper. It makes me feel like they're inconclusive of where they want to go. Yes, I agree. For season one, I thought like completely like it like very intriguing to have it end on a note right. where you still weren't sure if they were having mass hysteria or yeah, there was yeah. like a definite thing in the woods. But at the end of season two, like, ugh, please lean in more into one direction. Like we were saying earlier before you came on that it felt a bit like a cop out when Lottie was like, oh, does it matter if it's in our heads or if it's a real thing? And like collectively groaning at that bit, kind which does. Yeah. I, yeah. It does matter. <laughs> it matters to the people watching too. Yeah. You know, because it makes it more fun. Like we can take it. You know what I mean? There's lots of shit. We all spent years and still love a story about a bunch of fucking dragons and and <laughs> zombie frozen motherfuckers. Like that's okay. <laughs> We're cool with it. Yeah. You know, like show us the crazy stuff. I want to see Lottie have magical powers and shit or something. Like I want to see. And if it. it is mass hysteria, I feel like they could make it really funny. Where like like they're all in on something, but the audience knows that it's not real, and then the other characters are like, "Oh, they're kind of unhinged. What's going on here?" Uh, either way, they could. I think it would behoove them to just go for it. If I could talk to them, that's what I'd say to them. I'd say, <laughs> "Just go for it." All right, that's all I got. Do you think when I like I know they apparently had like a five season plan or something, but. They showed not seeing Misty at the bonfire party before they left as like mm-hmm. one of her last moments before Nat died. Yep. Like that was the whole point of that then. Like it was like she was seeing the person who would kill her. I wondered that myself. I'm not sure. It's interesting. Apparently no one else has Yeah. I I don't know either. I had the same thought, but I don't I don't know what the it was it was so vain. I don't know. Just not sure. Sorry, what was that again? When Nat was on acid at the party before they left, she sees Misty, who we assume was not invited to the pep rally. Standing um, at the edge of the woods. Yeah. And then we were talking because we did talk about this last season, I think. Like, what was the significance? Did Misty sneak into the party? Or is she significant, like not seeing foreshadowing maybe? And I think we came up with that. It was like maybe that Misty was the one who trapped them there by destroying the the plane's black box. That like Natalie was like having a vision of Misty's responsibility for how shitty their lives became after. But now I'm like, was was it really just that like Nat could see how she would die? Yeah, because that was one of the last things she saw. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it was more about like a weird premonition that Misty was going to kill her, but yeah, she didn't know it. And then does that confirm that Nat does have like psychic abilities? Hmm. 
Yeah, Maybe when is- she's on acid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Walter on uh, Fringe. Always on the acid. <laughs> anyway. Well, does anybody have anything else? Good. I've been on this podcast for two hours. I'm done, people. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we really didn't start two hours ago. We're like an hour and a half, but still. <laughs> when yeah. would the secret episode be out if it was coming in the next couple days? Well, the, the, the rumors I've seen, it, it was supposed to be tonight or Friday, but I don't know. I don't believe it hasn't been confirmed by anybody. So it's all been internet detective type thing. So it might just be bullshit, mm-hmm. too. Like I've seen people trying to justify it saying like the uh like since hidden tracks was such a big deal in the 90s on CDs it's the same thing as that for this cuz it's oh. in the 90s and so who knows that's I don't know I I'll I'll keep checking it over the next few days to see if it's there but what was that Pearl Jam hidden sexy mop handle or something remember that one does anyone remember anyone a Pearl Jam fan I remember it but yeah there was a famous Green Day one and Offspring. I mean, all those bands from the nineties. The t- first Tool album has an amazing the the hidden song on that is great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Offspring Americana has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did do them a lot in the nineties. So if they have one, it should just show up in the Yellow Jackets feed on Showtime. That's what I would think. I mean, it seems crazy to not promote anything and say it's coming, but that's why I'll believe it when I see it. But. It's a fun I thing to think to about. <laughs> I think yeah. Giant Little Pill has one, too. Oh, it does. You're right. And I want to say Whole Live Through This does as well. Yeah, there, there was like a three or four year period there in the mid-90s where it was on any, all, that, yeah. all that stuff. No, I'm trying to think of any uh, I can remember. <laughs> I can't come up with any other ones. So yeah, I'm sure it'll spread like wildfire if it does actually hit, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. That would yeah. be the point. They drop it and then just let social media do its thing. You know, yep. I mean? yeah. Like, don't do yeah. any marketing for it. And then, you know, and they've already done a bunch of interviews for it. And then those drop the next day. Yep. Variety yeah. And whatnot, you know? So the main theory behind this is that Jason Ritter is supposed to be in an episode from this season, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he didn't appear in the season. What if he was in the Caligula costume? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that was, uh, I think that was confirmed who that was. That was uh, the guy from Hedwig. Yeah, it was John Cameron Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was him yeah. too when he took his mask off. So it's him in the costume. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I love that guy, man. You know, he used Me to too. come into World of Video. We used to chat all the time. <laughs> wow. Making, when he was just about to be making short bus. Um. We were talking, we would always talk and he'd come in. He was such a sweetheart, the nicest dude. And we just chat for like 45 minutes, talk about movies. And That's said, good to I'm hear. Making, I'm making this new movie and it's kind of pornographic. <laughs> Very pornographic. And I was like, cool, man. What's it called? That's what Short Bus was. That's what it was kind of famous for, that there was like real sex in the movie, but it was a real movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so talented, man. He is. I'm glad to see he's doing a lot more acting because he showed up first in that uh, Hulu show that takes place in Portland with the woman from uh, Sign at 80 Bryant. 
from oh Saturday yeah Live. i can't remember what the name of that yeah, show is he, but he was the boss then he was in this and then he also what else did he show up he's in sandman right he was in sandman but there's another show that just came was it the diplomat or something there was some, oh no no it was um uh it was another Hulu i watched show. the diplomat that was good no, it was another who another show on um on apple tv uh, like this mystery murder mystery thing in New York. I don't remember what the name of it is, but yeah, he's great. I love him. Oh, was he on Search Party? Uh, he may have been. I didn't watch. That's that. HBO though, but that's like a murder mystery in New York initially. Oh no, it's not Search Party. It's a it's a new show that just came out on Apple. TV. Oh okay. It's um, it's like a kind of teen, more teen kind of thing. But it's pretty decent. We watched the first episode. Oh, I think I've heard of that show. Yeah. But I'm glad to see he's acting again because I love him. Yeah, I love him too. He looks great too. He's like almost 60. He's almost 60? Yeah, he's all. Wow. This says he's born in 1963, age 60 years. Wow. Wow. That 80 Brian show you were talking about was uh, shrill. Thank you, Andy. So, are we ready to wrap it up? Wrap this puppy up. Indeed. Well, this concludes our coverage of Yellow Jackets Season 2. Unless they drop a bonus episode. (laughs) In which case, we'll be back. (laughs) We'll all love it. (laughs) That's it. Bye. Bye -bye, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye, Heath. I need to figure out how to stop it. Oh, someone's knocking. Come in.